Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Acts of the Blood God RPG podcast. I am your host today, Nadia Oxford. Cat is not with us because we are going to have a big Persona 5 spoiler cast, and guess who hasn't finished Persona 5? Hint, not me. Actually, I am joined today by several of our, uh, actually, several of my lovely co-workers, and um, if we can just all introduce ourselves, uh, Katie, let's start with you. Hi, I'm Katie McCarthy. I've been on this podcast a few times now. Uh, I am senior editor at US Gamer. And next, let's talk to Eric. Hey, everyone. Eric's back with some hot takes. Uh, as I'm not here to defend the Tales series this time, though. I'm just here to talk about <laughs> how good Persona 5 <laughs> is. I'm news editor over at US Gamer. Your Tales time will come again soon, Eric, I promise you. And finally, last but certainly not least, we have Hiran. Hello, I'm taking a hard break from playing Doom in Animal Crossing to be here today to talk about Persona 5. We very much appreciate your sacrifice, because uh, if it was up to me right now, I'd be, play- I'd be playing Animal Crossing myself. Oh yeah, don't blame so, me. So I, I appreciate your sacrifice very, very much. Uh, so, as you all know, we usually talk about RPGs, Eastern, Western, of all kinds. Uh, today is just a little bit of an exception. Uh, before we get started, though, Axe of the Blood God is an uh, U.S. Gamer podcast. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever podcasts are sold. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Nadia Oxford. And for everyone else, we will sound off with their Twitter names at the very end. And with all that spiel over with, uh, let's get right into Persona 5. I will say right up front that we will not be talking too much about Persona 5 Royal, even though this podcast is inspired by the impending release of Persona 5 Royal. Uh, we will not be talking too much about it because we don't want you to have any sort of nasty spoilers crawling up your butt and dying. So um, we will stick to Persona 5 Vanilla, and we will have, like, a Hiran and I, who have both played Persona 5 Royal, will have some uh, some takes on the game afterwards, but nothing too spoilery. All right, so let's get started with this crazy game called Life. And that's the wrong game, wrong, uh, <laughs> wrong song, actually, sorry. Uh, let's just say life will change and get on with it. It's not a game. I'm not a robot. Let's start with a little bit of history of Persona 5. Now, I'm not really much of a history major, but uh, we will take our, our best stab at this. Uh, as we know that uh, this game was announced uh, in 2013, I think for the PlayStation 3, above all else. Yeah. Obviously, it missed its release date, and it came out on the on the PS4 eventually and the PS3 at the same time, didn't it? Katie, you played the PS3 version, haven't you? Yeah, so I I dabbled in the PS3 version around launch. It was like a weird thing where I like had to replug in my PS3 because at that point I was like I'm not using this console anymore. I feel like playing a bit of the PS3 version, you can see the limitations of the PS4 version more. Like you can kind of see that it was like try it was straddling both these platforms, so it couldn't go like too crazy with like details and that type of thing. Um, and it, like, looked pretty good. Like, it, like, looked great, uh, for a PS3 game. And it kind of made me wish it wasn't a PS3 game, you know? It's like, I kind of wish I could see what they could do, not held back by this, like, at that point, ancient platform. Yeah, uh, I know what you mean. I mean, to me, I look at Persona 5, uh, even Persona 5 Royal, and I'm just like, wow, this game still looks really freaking fantastic. 
So um, it's just wild to me to consider that maybe they had to implement some, some uh, you know, restrictions. And if that's the case, what would an untamed Persona 5 <laughs> look like in this day and age? It's really interesting around this time. I mean, we, we note here that like in 2017, you had two games that were both straddling, straddling that line between consoles. So you had Breath of the Wild, which was on Wii U and Switch, and then you had Persona 5, which was on PS3 and PS4. And it, it was cool seeing that contrast because I definitely do feel like there were parts of Persona 5 that felt like they were very last gen. They were very still thinking about the PS3 in mind, whereas Breath of the Wild felt like it was surging ahead into the Switch and the Wii U version was the one mm-hmm. that got left behind because I played that Wii U version for all of about 60 minutes and oh boy, that's <laughs> not a good version of that game. <laughs> I've actually never played the Wii U version. What specifically is wrong with it? The frame rate just cannot mm. keep up. Uh, it, it did have some cool stuff with the idea that you could use the tablet in interesting ways. I always thought the tablet was actually a really cool idea, uh, and I wish some ideas of that would have transferred over to the Switch proper. But in the case of Persona, I it, it makes me anticipate more quote-unquote next-gen Persona could look like, but also it makes me hope that with the next Persona game, they maybe have a more realistic timeline of when they want to get it out and how they want to develop it, because with already we're launching into a next gen that makes me worried about whether they've been thinking about what the next persona actually does look like if they're working on a next persona yeah um because this game persona 5 the vanilla came out finally finally in japan in 2016 Mm -hmm. it was like the end of 2016 and we didn't get it till i think like april 2017 so that was a a bit of a delay from like the intended release of like 2013 did they ever say why it was delayed or so? I think it's just it just didn't hit that. Deep. Yeah, because yeah, like I remember that first trailer like pretty clearly. It was just like the the ball and chain, <laughs> and like yeah, the, that's right. It was like it was like oh like are you emancipated or something like that? And it was just like Persona Five. Like I think it was like first it was announced in twenty thirteen. I think it was shooting for twenty fourteen, uh, and then it yeah it just did not come out in twenty fourteen. That was also around ps4 was like coming out around that time or being announced like, i can't remember the exact year the ps4 launched so it was kind of like a weird time to announce a ps3 game uh and then yeah they probably shifted gears pretty quickly realizing oh shit there's this new- we have to like we should be targeting this new console as well yeah it's a strange time all around I have no frame of reference for this uh, because I like I wasn't in the industry like back then. I have no frame of references. I never watched the original trailer or anything, um, and I wasn't even aware of Persona Five until it released until like a month before it released. I think um, so. I've been, I've but yeah, yeah. I haven't been following any of this. I wasn't even aware of the series before Persona Five. We'll get into this later, but like I kind of got into Persona Four and Five at around the same time. So when all the teasers were going on for Persona 5, um, I didn't really have much context for them myself. Like, I remember there was one big live thing in Japan where, like, they had, like, the camera focused on the Tokyo Tower forever. And everyone was just kind of sitting around saying, okay, what's going to happen now? <laughs> and I don't know if anything <laughs> actually happened. I guess we can use that to pivot into, like, how, yeah. how and, like, when did we all hit Persona 5? And, like, what's, like, our history with the Persona series, like, I guess I can start, um, where, like, I've said many times on this very podcast that, like, I love Persona 3, it's, like, the first, it was the first Persona I ever played, 
Um, I had played Nocturne, I think, before it, so it wasn't my first Shin Megami Tensei uh, game, but it was, like, I really, really love Persona 3 Fez and Portable. Um, Persona 4 is also good, but I'm, like, less enthusiastic about the one. It's definitely, like, my least favorite of the trio of the, like, Hoshino uh, directed uh, personas. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I, I don't I have a lot of problems with that game. But it's still good. It's still like a good game. Like I would not like say it's a bad game by any means. Uh but uh yeah, so and I reviewed Persona 5. So I'm coming at this from like the I reviewed it. Um it's definitely a game that's weirdly like faded like as time has gone on. Like I gave like a perfect score, which is crazy because I don't do that. Yeah, that you don't often. give perfect scores that often. <laughs> yeah, and then <laughs> I, I feel like I kind of regret the perfect score because I'm like, I feel like it did not like linger with me for a long time. Like I, I kind of expected it to in a weird way. Um, like I feel like maybe because like I think right after it or right during it, I was playing near Automata, which is like a yeah. way, which is a way more impactful JRPG, I think. I think I technically reviewed Persona 5 after it, but I was playing both around the same time because I was like a crazy spring. Man, like, I don't know. Like, it's, it's it's weird because I still love Persona 5. I would still rate it as, like, my second favorite Persona game <laughs> above 4, but it's definitely one that as time has gone on, I don't look back on it like, cre- like super duper fondly or whatever. Yeah, it's, it's definitely my favorite Persona. Um, I have not played three yet. Uh, I would absolutely play it if we got a you know a switch port. Hello, hi. <laughs> um, but I started with Persona Four, and around the same time, like well, a little bit later, like when I was still playing Persona Four, because of course that's a long ass game. I started playing Persona Five. Just I wasn't really intending to go far in it, but then like next thing I know, I'm like a hundred hours into the game, and I'm like, whoops, that didn't happen. I feel like I I liked Persona Four a lot, but Persona 5 just made more of an impact on me. I think it might just be because um, it's a little bit less like a, a Scooby-Doo mystery, and that's not really me trying to be derivative or like you know derogatory towards Persona 4. It's just a little bit more about like you know kids being kids and hanging out in a town and solving a mystery. Whereas Persona 5, like as I've said many times on this podcast before, really starts hard and keeps on going for quite a while. Like you start in the middle of a heist and everything's like you know glitz and glamour and you have like you know life will change booming in your ears and next thing you know you're a kid getting the shit kicked out of him in a jail cell so like that's one way to really get your attention whereas persona 4 by comparison is more like hey welcome to school um here's where you sit now and i just kind of appreciated the the difference in tone definitely two very interesting games to play side by side i will say but i think four's uh, sorry five style really just rubbed off on me and I definitely enjoyed exploring the dungeons more and I definitely definitely enjoyed the act of creating personas a lot more in five because you could negotiate Mm -hmm. and you had a much better idea of what you were getting whereas I can't remember in four if it was random like you just kind of like hey here's a persona good job I think um, five is the first one to introduce demon negotiating. Uh, like that's been a mainstay for mm-hmm. the Shimagami Tensei yeah, games. Yeah, So it was like really cool to see that co- go for because I love like in other Shimagami Tensei games like negotiate. It's just like a fun little thing. You get a little bit of personality with it, uh, and it's like Pokemon but like demented in like a mm-hmm. weird way. <laughs> I don't know. They actually made it a bit easier in Royal, where uh, now Morgana kind of hints at what the. Um, uh, 
what the mood is of the monster, uh, which is actually pretty useful, frankly. Because yeah. it's because you kind of have to guess. <laughs> you, before you had, you really fun. had to guess. I, I think it's fun. It's like okay, what does this demon look like? He's gonna be thinking or whatever. Yeah. That's what I, that's what I think, but sometimes it weren't always accurate. Like, ah, oh, Jack Frost must be happy. Oh no, he hates your guts. <laughs> it's interesting seeing that stuff come over because, like, my experience with Shin Megami Tensei was that uh, I played a lot of the handheld games. So I love the Devil Survivor series. It's literally yeah. one of my favorite series in general. Like, that's a really good series of games. You should all play them. Uh, and I also really like Shin Megami Tensei Four. And going into Persona 5, I'd never heard of Persona at all when that first announcement mm. came out. And then over the time between when that first announcement came out and the game came out, I played through the majority of Persona 3 and I watched the Persona 4 anime, both the regular one and the golden animation. Oh god, why? Uh, I hear those I, are bad. And I tried and I tried playing through the game and I came to the conclusion and this is kind of where I'm at now is that I liked the world of Persona 3 the most, like just the general setup, the kind of atmosphere it created. Yeah. But man. I did not enjoy playing that game. That's fair. It's I mean <laughs> That's why I want a remake so bad cuz like the combat is really rough. It's like really hard, really punishing. The Tartarus is like very dry in terms of oh, yeah. decor. And if you played on, it's like procedurally Vita, generated. Ooh. Like, yeah. oh yeah, but the, so were the dungeons in Persona Four, but they weren't too difficult. I find. Yeah, yeah. In Persona Four, I just Persona Four is way easier I, than Three. I, I couldn't get That's into Persona Four. I think Four is like couldn't. I think Four is the easiest of them, like for sure. Yeah, I just couldn't four, get into sure. the actual game of Persona Four because maybe it was because I'd seen the animation already, so I knew the story. Mm. But even then. I just didn't feel like the day-to-day was grabbing me. Like Nadia was saying, it's that school life sort of thing. And maybe it's just a reflection of where I was at in life at the time, but I wanted a little bit more impetus to be doing the things that mm. I wanted to do. Whereas Persona 5, like, right out the gate, style, music, heists. Mm. Like, I I think overall, it, it's funny that you mentioned the difference between Nier and Persona because I was the exact same way, Katie, when uh, I played it at the time. I think on my game of the year list at the time, Nier was by far and away my number one and Persona was just kind of like hovering down there in the lower half of the list. And uh, Nier is still like one of my favorite games of all time, but Persona has gotten better for me over time. And the more... I've gone back to it, the more I've thought about it, the more that I've seen the way that these characters go out into different games and kind of grow as their own characters. And now there's like Royal and there's the scramble coming. I really like this universe. I like this world mm-hmm. that they've created. And I really, really like the cast. This might be controversial, but I think Persona 5's cast is my favorite of all the Personas. I think it's probably mine too, but I've only played two. I don't so. think that's controversial. <laughs> Yeah, like I feel like there's like a lot of strong characters in like I'm still partial to three, uh, because I just love a lot of, I love the arc of that party in three, but I think five is just like you immediately really like all these characters. Like Ryuji's like immediately super lovable. Mm-hmm. Same with On and like even like Yusuke who like sucks and seems super pretentious at first. Like eventually you just like you just love that dude, you know? It's it's they yeah, do like a good job Yusuke. of like I think that Persona 5 does the best job of introducing every party member, but making you care about them, like, more than just 
oh, they're funny, or oh, they're, like, a little cute and, like, moe or whatever. Like, they're more just, here's their problems, here's, like, how you're gonna help them out, even if you're not, like, completely solving them in some cases. Yeah, uh, yeah. But it, yeah, it's, I don't know, I think it does a good job of getting you in the headspace to be like, oh, yeah, I want to help these people, and I want to be friends with them. And yeah, playing Persona 5, again, has made me realize how kind of effed up the story is and how effed up, like, what happens to these kids really is. I mean, I forgot that Kamoshida, the sleazeball of the first palace, like, basically outright broke Ryuji's leg mm-hmm. because yeah. uh, he didn't want him, like, doing the track thing. And, yeah, like, uh, destroyed his career. Destroyed his career, basically. Yeah. And then you've got yeah, Shiho trying to commit suicide. I mean, don't forget, like, yes. at the beginning of 4, a child does get murdered on the screen. Um, yeah. 4 goes in really hard as I well. Mean, I mean, there's, like, the... I'm trying to remember. Four is like so long ago that I feel like it's the one they remember least. And it's like, yeah, it's like people like hanging dead from like light posts and stuff. Like four is like dark on its own for sure. But that is like the outlier in four. Like the when everyone reflects on four, they think about, oh, just hanging out with my friends at Juness. We're all having a good time. And when people talk about, they think of horny teenagers. Yeah, and at five, they're so much more like. I think of the times when they're ripping their faces off and saying, I'm going to change society by running it over with a motorcycle and stuff like that. Like, Yeah, that's pretty cool, I have to admit. I have to admit, going back and looking at the Persona transformations, I still think they're so freaking cool. Oh, they're so good. They are good. But yeah, I said, like, uh, I, said I didn't uh, know about Persona 5 before it came out, and that's true. Um, because, like, in March, when this came out in 2017, I got this job at a site called US Gamer. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, those idiots. yeah, I know. Who, who, who would have me? Um, and so, to get to the office at that time, because our UK office is in Brighton, I had to get the bus at about 6 a.m. to get there for about like half seven when we used to start work. And back then, I used to wake up at about four o'clock um, for some reason. Yeah, I was going through like a rough time with insomnia, and I thought I should, I thought I should get something to fill that gap. Um, and I settled on Persona Five. Um, so I used to wake up at about four a.m., play Persona Five until about six, and then go off to work. Um, and that's really like my entry point with the Persona series. Um, and like, obviously, I love Five. And after that, I went back and played Four. Um, saw everyone be really inappropriately horny, and then I went back and played Three. <laughs> um, and I hated Teddy. Um, and then I went back yeah, and played. Yeah, Teddy's a character. Already. Oh, he is. Oh, and Teddy's the worst. <laughs> Teddy, I think that's a big Teddy part sucks. of why Four is rough. It's like he's Teddy's bad on it, love it. Yeah. And then I went back and played Three, and I absolutely loved that game. Um, like that game has a really special place with me, so I kind of did them in the reverse order. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I, was, uh, but like I think five is actually my favorite overall. Um, and mm-hmm. I'd, I'd agree with. Um, I think it was yeah. I agree with Katie. For like four is the weakest of that trilogy. Um, yeah. Yeah. By quite a way. Yeah. I I was wondering like what 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 is it about like Persona Five that makes it stand out to you as like the best one? Oh, the characters like by a long way. Um, like that. I think that game builds on its characters throughout any in the trilogy, like in a long way. And I think that's partly because like, it's a much longer game. Um, I think you can beat persona four and three in about 35, 40 hours. Yeah. Because the dungeons are very random. Exactly. Yeah. And whereas this like, um, so I've been doing the dungeons in persona five in persona five Royal, um, in one day. 
um just like one trade um so you get like the most time with the characters and it's still like it's still going to take me 100 hours to beat it um so you've got a lot of time just sat around with those characters to do like whatever you want and build on them and so yeah i think that's why for me it's the best i tend to do five dungeons and like you know in pieces because uh, i get tired of like just fighting 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 I, I, I did the, the Huron route where I when I was reviewing it, I'd be, like, stalking up on stuff. I'm like, all right, I'm doing it now. I'm doing all this. And then it's like I'd go back the next night. It's like, okay, now I'm going to compl- get this boss. I'm ready. Now the music's playing. It's kicked up. Yeah, because if, if you do that, then you get the maximum number of days afterwards until the deadline. Yeah, exactly. With all your friends. It's like, that was how I saw it. It's like, now I'm going to just socialize and hang out with my girlfriend and have fun. <laughs> Who was your girlfriend? Uh, on, on, and I never, I, I always want to say and, but they pronounce it on in the... They pronounce dub. it on. They pronounce, they do a lot of weird right. pronunciations in that game. Right. Like, it's so weird. That's like Sakamoto, like, Sakamoto, like... Yeah, it's, yes. no, it's Sakamoto. Takamaki? Like, yeah. And it's, I, I never understood if there was a reason why. I know the voice actors are told to say it that way, so it's not their fault, but it's like, Strange. is there a reason? Because, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like Sakamoto is how it should be, because I watched the anime... Haven't you heard of Sakamoto? And that's how you're supposed to pronounce it, I would think. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's how, yeah, that's how I would think so. Yeah. Maybe it's the difference between asswipe and asswipe. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, I, I guess we should like go over the main party members. There's On, there's Ryuji, there's Yusuke, Makoto, Futaba, Haru, Goro... And then Goro, the good old freaking Goro. And then the protagonist. So I guess like, who's everyone's favorite party member? Like, not necessarily your girlfriend, but like, who, who's our favorite of those people? I'm gonna jump right in and say Makoto <laughs> is maybe one of my favorite yeah. characters ever. Motorcycle Pope. Like, <laughs> she she rules. She's great. She okay. She starts out and she's this total like. If you've seen the movie Animal House, there's that. Uh, guy who's like the toady to the <laughs> yes. principal or, or the uh, president or whatever. She's totally that. And then she has this great bit where she's following you around the city with a newspaper and all that, like trying mm-hmm. to look yeah. sneaky and all that. <laughs> Inconspicuous. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's so good. And then you have the, the reveal of her persona and she gets a motorcycle and then she's basically yeah, she has the coolest reveal. I think of she all does of them for sure. It's I, her character is is great. Her character arc is great. Uh, if you romance her in the game, I think she has a really cool romance, which I also think is really hilarious because at the time you're like talking to Sai. You're that's the the setup, the framing of the story is you're talking to Sai. So it's like your protagonist just keeps going off on tangents about how you were like dating her sister this whole time. Like, yeah, and then we went back to I've my never place seen that. and hung out for a bit and stuff like that. And Sai's like, shut up, just tell me about the crimes you did. <laughs> Stop this back to my oh, I'll tell you about crimes. <laughs> Uh, See, I never did that because I, I tried to date Makoto the first time and I my charm wasn't high enough. And it's like, oh, I didn't take enough baths, I guess. I wasn't clean enough. <laughs> <laughs> smelled like a probably smelled like a, a yak and rut or something. Yeah, I like uh, I like Makoto a lot. And I'm actually weird in that I like Goro. That might be. Oh, boo. That might be strange <laughs> to hear, but I think Goro I have, is an interesting character that I'm interested in. He does get a. His story, yeah, his storyline is completely redone for Royal. That's good. Um, yeah, one thing I will say that's four over five, and this is something we covered both in the podcast and on our top 100, uh, sorry, top 25 RPGs of all time. 
uh, I feel like four's villain reveal is a lot better than fives. Mm. Oh yeah, fives. I, I saw it coming from fifty miles away. Oh but, yeah, uh, Gore is like so obvious. Like the moment where he like walks in and like can hear Morgana, it's like this dude delicious like, pancakes right it's like it's so it was so such an obvious like and then they don't mention it i was i like put it in my notes in my review where i was like okay so goro goro bad <laughs> like i think it just wrote like goro bad question mark uh i do kind of like how um when he's in your party he's completely unhinged he has my favorite like final attack yes, of all of them yeah oh yeah he's super strong yeah like i definitely ha- i had him in my party even though i felt like he's probably not gonna be here <laughs> for too long type thing well, yeah, it's crazy. Eyes. It's like the weakest transition as well because he's always set up at the beginning as like an anti-hero, um, yeah. and when he joins you, he's an anti-hero. So for him to switch to a villain isn't that big of a, like a change, which is why yeah, like exactly. you, you see it coming like a million miles away. It's because like oh, he already acts like that. But see, yeah. I you need a character, you need that stooge to be able to pull off the heist that you're going to be able to do, right? Because if you go watch an Ocean's Eleven movie. It's not like the dude they're up against is some grand mastermind. Usually it's some rich dude that's full of himself who thinks he's untouchable. And the whole movie is about his comeuppance. It's about, no, you're not untouchable. We can pull this heist off and steal all your money. So in Persona 5, you need that. You need that stooge that's like true. Goro who's just going to get his big comeuppance. And him along with the main villain, uh, like the larger enemy of the game. Not the larger, larger enemy, but like, I guess the the mid-tier <laughs> enemy of the game. Yeah. Uh, you need those two to be able to have that turning of the tables. I, I think Goro works because of that. I think Goro's interesting because you get to have that experience of you're leading him along. Like, yes, he's obviously the villain, obviously a bad guy, but you get to kind of string him along as the player. Like, that's how I felt about it. That's true, because I will say the whole reveal of, you know, just the twist and finding out, like, what's going on with the, you know, you being sitting there being questioned and, and all oh, of that. So good. All of that is handled pretty well. Uh, I still want to take uh, Goro's suitcase and just kind of hit him over the head with it and just imagine <laughs> the sound it would make, like a thonk. <laughs> I will say I was, like, shocked during that... When that big like switch over when you think like you've been killed or whatever mm-hmm. i was like oh damn they went there i was like such a cool that's such a cool twist and then they kind of like undo it in like a way i was like damn it that would have been cool if they just killed me off or whatever if you want to see that though you just fail at one of your uh oh yeah yeah those but are some those dark are dark failures those but i feel i feel bad. like i'm kind of bummed that that's the you failed the palace cut scene because it kind of ruins that scene later on of being shocking you know that's true that's true, but I haven't failed a palace, so I just yeah, yeah. On I, I watch it on YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I'm curious he, what happens when you fail. The like, one where uh, Makoto, where you fail to rescue yeah. Makoto, is really dark. Holy shit! Like it implies not only was she, you know, forced to be a prostitute, but she was like, you know, they found her in a drug-induced haze, and mm-hmm. she called out for your name, which meant she was calling for help, mm-hmm. and they use that against you to, to find you. And then like, uh, sir, uh, what's the name of the coffee guy again? Uh, Sojiro. Yeah. Sojiro is like wow, I believed in you, like, this is so disappointing. So it's just like, bam, 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 you lose in every sense of the word. Nautical, and it's implied to just be, like, effects of getting beaten up and, and injected with drugs in the in the holdup. So it's all good. None of it happened. Everyone's happy. <laughs> None of it happened. <laughs> everyone everyone well. can go back to everything. Everything is fine. This is fine. Uh, my personal favorite character is um, Yusuke. Mm. Uh, he 
starts off weird, but he never stops being weird. I think that's why I like him because he basically what happens with him and uh, his mentor is just kind of like gross on all sorts of levels to begin with. But he is an interest. I like him because he has no friends. <laughs> I know that sounds pathetic, but he's so weird. No one really wants to deal with him except for I think Ryuji just one day says, hey, do you want to just go out for a beef bowl or something? Because everyone just kind of feels bad for this dude who is technically like homeless once his uh, mentor gets uh, put away. And the only thing he cares about is lobsters. It's the only thing that moves him other than art. <laughs> That that lobster scene where they're like everyone's like oh cool he got us a lobster to eat and he's like what just like aghast that you didn't suggest that because he'd find such beauty in this stupid lobster. I love Inari that, when he has like a bunch of lobsters. So isn't that so great? Yeah. Also, I like Inari and his whole like patron is Inari, so that's cool with me. Mm-hmm. I do like Yusuke, uh, but my favorite is Ryuji. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> To be honest, I think Persona 5 largely lands because of Ryuji um, and because mm-hmm. like he's he's the best character and they introduce him first and they introduce him in a, they do, they introduce yeah. him in a very natural way where you both kind of form you do the same kind of bond as the social outcast. Um, and as much as yeah, and as much as it's like a cliche, it does really effectively sell Ryuji as your ally. I think more than they ever sold like what's his name Yosuke in Persona 4 Yosuke Yosuke yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I, I hate, hate him I hate him I hate Yosuke <laughs> and then there's Junpei he can Junpei, die. Junpei. Uh, but yeah Yosuke is like yeah. Yosuke sucks Junpei is like alright but I think Ryuji I, I think Ryuji is the best of the bunch um, and the game yeah I, I think the game like really benefits from having introduced him first yeah, and it did make sense, as you say, to introduce him first, because you're an outcast. Everyone thinks, like, if they look at you, you're going to kill them. Ryuji is really the only one who's going to be your friend, because he's also, like, an outcast. How did we feel about Haru? Because for me, Haru was the one that I probably cared the least about, because uh, she gets poor Haru so late. She was not... I didn't use her at all. Nothing against her. I think she's cute, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, I... I think she's like I think she's a decent character, but you just you never get the same kind of time with her um, than you do with like with anyone else. She's not nearly as fleshed out as anyone else's, uh, just because she arrives so late. Yeah, yeah. By the time you get Haru, it's like you've already gotten almost everyone else, haven't you? Like, yeah, she is the final person to join. So yeah, Haru. Uh, by the time you get her, it's like I've already kind of got my party sussed mm-hmm. out. Um, I can't remember what her element is. If maybe that's useful, I can't remember. Mm. I don't even remember. Yeah. <laughs> she goes so late. She has a massive grenade launcher, right? Yes. But yeah. I can't remember anything else about her apart from that. Poor she has a she has a hat. <laughs> her hat's very nice. I do I do like her hat. And her, her cute little mask. And her I like her curls, like the those she's, are kinda cute. She's too. cute, but like she comes so late and she also requires like a really high uh, she requires higher su- high something in terms of skills, yes, uh, and yeah. it's like hard to like initiate like hanging out with her. So I feel like I never progressed her because I was like, I'm not gonna go. I don't have time to do this. It's too late. No, I, I I'm too busy. By that point, yeah. yeah. By that point, I'm usually like romancing the hot goth doctor. <laughs> yeah, uh, hot goth. God damn, I love her. I don't know what it is, but I just I, I she is my type. Well, which makes my heart melt. <laughs> Can we talk about how? 
wildly problematic one romance in particular is in this game uh can we talk about kawakami (laughs) i mean there's like i mean there's a a bunch yeah she's the she's teacher sketchy too but like the teacher there's a a few i mean the doctor too yeah the doctor's (laughs) not okay yeah there's a lot of older (laughs) women you could just bang you know it's weird <laughs> but the teacher, it's very weird the teacher the teacher's a little bit weird teacher's the weirdest for sure oh yeah i mean really like futaba's pretty weird as well yes yeah I, she's like yeah. a kid and that. like your sister basically yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just shoujo loves that and what she's like 15 too, <laughs> yeah. so but, it's uh, like come on the teacher thing i feel like um it could have actually been a really interesting uh connection a confidant because she's doing it because i can't remember if she has she has massive debt, as, a, as I recall, and it's like, this is a, a really awkward thing for everyone involved, and who's not to say that, like, I mean, let's let's face it, if you've been in school, you know all the kind of weird shit your teachers can get up to, like, you're in a strip club one day, and you're like, hey, isn't that Mrs. So-and-so? Like, you know, just, <laughs> it happens. It's, it honest to God happens. So, I feel like, okay, if, if you weren't at the point where you could get the teacher to do your laundry and shit like that, I'd be okay with it. But you get the teacher to do your laundry, and it's a little bit strange. I know. Yeah, I, I didn't I even. I didn't even romance her. But confidant. I, I think most her. of the confidants, like the non-party uh, social links that you do, were pretty good. I didn't do all of them, but Kawakami and uh, Takemi, the the doctor, were really good. And then Hifumi Togo, the shogi player, was one of my favorites in the game. I, thought I never. Was I never. Yeah, that's a really. I never good developed one. so much with her. I should have done that. Oh, now you can in yeah. Persona 5 Royal. Mm-hmm. You can. There's a whole bunch of new social links, and I'm like, oh, God, what do I dedicate all my time to? <laughs> I really like the counselor. Oh, counselor's great. Uh, oh, 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 yeah. oh, oh, are we saving this? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I guess we'll, like, you know, kind of get into Persona 5 Royal at the end yeah. there, but yeah. He's cool. He's very, he's very good. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I, this is my first time actually doing the social link with anime Bernie Sanders, and I like him a lot. He's great. I, I am glad I'm doing that link with him because I, I, I'm i like, oh, man, my heart burns for you, dude. You do you. I, I believe in your justice. <laughs> yeah, Torunosuke Yoshida. He's, he's a really good character. Like, he's really easy to like. Yeah, and um, he's got a good... Uh, I don't think I saw him at all in the previous game. Like, he was... Like, I must have totally missed the, the Sun Arcana, which is really stupid of me. But, uh, yeah, I like him a lot. That was me with Shinya Oda, the the little brat who just plays like light gun games oh same same oh I the get smoked kid completely missed him uh playing i it the love first shinya time. he has actually a nice little arc where like he sees you as like almost a big brother type and kind of comes around on his bratty ways <laughs> a little bit you know yeah i like him too one of the funniest things i ever saw actually hat. yeah that's the hat is is my my favorite thing when i was at Otakon one year, the year that Persona 5 came out and everyone was cosplaying. There were two cosplayers. One was Ryuji and one was um, Yusuke as the painter. And um, they were carrying around an actual, like, a perfect Sayuri. Except both the Sayuri and baby Yusuke had the Get Smoked hats on. (laughs) 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 And I tweeted that and it got, like, thousands of shares. And then the next day I went to go buy a a Get Smoked hat at the vendor and they're like, no, it all sold out. And I'm like, oh, I played myself. I bought one, I think, at Crunchyroll Expo. I think it was that year, uh, and I never wore it because I feel like red hats are just bad to wear in yeah. America, you know? Oh, yeah. I don't want, <laughs> I don't want to be, like, 
perceived, you know? Like, I don't want to risk it, so I never wore it, and I think I just donated it to Goodwill, but it was like, I bought it on a whim, because I was like, oh, this is great, and then I, after, I was like, I'm never wearing a red baseball cap, that's just not happening. <laughs> I love the idea of someone picking up Get Smoked hat at Goodwill. <laughs> I just can't deal with that. It was red in the game, though? Yeah. It was, it was very red. It's red, in and it, the letters are yellow, so it's not like, it doesn't look like the, the hat, but... It's close enough where you see a red hat yeah. and you automatically Weird. judge the person, you know? In my head, I yeah, saw I still... it as the reverse, where it was yellow with red lettering. And now I'm, like, having one of those, like, what color is the dress moments where I'm like, what colors do I see? <laughs> <laughs> what color is the Get Smoked hat? Yeah, I know what you mean, Katie, because I feel the same way, because I would love to have a Get Smoked hat. Then I'm like, eh, even in Canada, you don't really want to go around wearing that thing. Yeah. And you know uh, you know I'd still wear my Pokemon hat, though. Eh, that's fair. That has like some that's white on different. it, right? It's like red. It has a lot of white on it. Yeah, it's not like a pure red with some letters on it, and yeah, you know, yeah. But uh, <laughs> yeah, he was a he was a good kid. Um, I think I did the the whole thing with him. He was definitely one of my confidants in the in the first time I played around. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like who I pursued. So definitely, you the gun the gun salesman dude. Mm, um, yeah. Oh, I love him. Yeah, he also. The gun shop has such cool music and style. I, I would just like. I love the gun shop. Yeah, I love how you think the best he's, music. It's so good. You think he's smoking a cigarette, then you see him in the menu and he takes it out into a lollipop. Yeah, it's like it's the great. old. It's so great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to build up my guts right now because uh, I can't remember what happens when you talk to him about the gun, the fake gun that he sold you. But your guts have to be at like four. Mm-hmm. Also, and I'm not quite I can't there remember yet. his like whole arc. I remember really liking it. I think it was his son had died or something, right? It was something like that. Maybe yeah. I'm totally misremembering it. But yeah, I remember him having a really good arc, but I can't actually remember it at this moment. <laughs> um, but I remember he had he definitely was like a standout confidant um, from like the people I had like hung out with a lot. Like Cal Kami was useful, but I didn't like. I feel like her story was just especially because you could romance her and just kind of rub me in the wrong way. I was like come on like i i like this whole like teacher has to do two jobs to like survive but then like then you can bang her it's like come on come on and that is kind of weird <laughs> right it's like um, it kind of like undermines like the impactfulness of that like narrative i don't know um same with like all the other adult ones but i'm looking at these notes that you wrote katie and you put annoying besides mishima <laughs> <laughs> yeah because i how could you dude that kid's annoying i agree Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm with you <laughs> I he tries so hard. I feel Dude. for him. He got his ass beat by like Kamashita every day. He's so, Whatever. Yeah, good. He got spiked so, in the face. He's so annoying, and then he's just like such a fanboy and just like. But I he learned his lesson. He tries hard. He learns his he? lesson. He really does. Does he? He does. Uh, he's, he's just a. He, first of all, he's the Moon Arcana, and that's like my Arcana. So I always mm. just kind of feel for him there. Fair, fair. And uh, he, I don't know, I just see, I guess, see a lot of myself in him for some reason. His story was actually really interesting, where he's such a fanboy to the point where he becomes, like, possessive over the thing. Mm-hmm. The, the, yeah, he, he retains, like, a sense of false ownership over the thing that he's fanboying. So it's and kind of interesting. that is extremely relevant in today's, oh, like, yeah. fandom society. Like, absolutely. Mm. I mean, a lot of the stuff about the, the way that you build up a social following as the Phantom Thieves and the way that you're kind of playing this game where you want to appear to the public and you do these big brazen letters where you're going to say we're all steal your heart and all that and i it, it yeah, really does yeah. have that feeling of this is still extremely relevant to our time like right now in this it moment. does and that is definitely something i'll be getting into when we talk about royal 
Um, but you mentioned the, the Phantom Thieves cards, and I had totally forgotten. This is me playing the game through again. The first card you send out has that goofy-ass logo that Ryuji designs, and it's the stupidest-looking thing ever. <laughs> I love <laughs> and that. everyone's like, uh, the little sharp teeth and the evil eyes. And it's like, yeah, let's make another one. Because <laughs> then they get uh, Yusuke to do it properly, right? <laughs> yeah, they got Yusuke to do it properly, because like, Ryuji's was like, it looked like some 10-year-old's attempt at something. Oh, God, that's why I love him so much. He's very eager. He he does he does try. But you're not allowed to love him too much because this game does not want you to. <laughs> because oh, God damn it, just let us romance the guys. Yeah, it's, like I just I just I just want to date Ryuji. He's just such a nice boy. You want to have so the cute. I'm the so mad. Romance. There's no gay marriage. You, you want to have the good romance with Ryuji, with Yusuke, yeah. with Goro? Can you imagine? Oh, oh like, there would be some oh. like drama there. Like, <laughs> you, like you would feel so betrayed. Much. It's oh, so man. good. It's so Can you good. imagine? Oh my god, like if you got him in the be... bedroom, like <laughs> <you would> just <laughs> Wow, that would be first of all, I usually don't swear on the show that much, but that'd be number one, like the craziest hate fuck in the world. <laughs> number two, like if Jesus you didn't know Christ. he was screwed up by that point, you would know absolutely. When cats away, the podcast gets <laughs> <laughs> Like this my tastes happens. are unorthodox. <laughs> Can you imagine uh, trying to romance Yusuke? I feel like it would be like getting him to come out of his shell a little bit, uh-huh. but you know, like it'll be that'll be such a sweet story. I feel like Ryuji be also very tender and sweet. Like I could see him go in like a nice direction. But Yusuke I, would I mean, be very I, interesting. I feel like any of the best friend type guys, there's like a little bit of like homoeroticism going on, like a throughout the series, totally. you know, like <laughs> I mean, a lot of it. There's probably a, there's like a lot of fanfic out there for sure. Oh, is there ever? <laughs> uh, yeah. Also, oh, have we talked about Toronto Suke Yoshida, anime Bernie Sanders? Oh, yes, we the did. The internet has called him. Yeah. Yes. I missed that when my internet went down. I'm very sad. But anyway. Oh, if you want to contribute any thoughts about anime Bernie Sanders, please be our guest. I mean, I just, I love that dude. And then I messed up his uh, thing because I gave a wrong answer and I couldn't finish his character arc and i was so bummed i like kept going to visit him and it was like i just couldn't progress anymore and i i read up like after the game was out when guides were out and everything i was like oh i put the wrong answer here so i just halted progress and yeah i I didn't know you could do that like i was saying i I didn't know that so it was like something toward the end of his arc and Mm. it's like a choice thing you get to do and then i chose the wrong thing apparently i think it was like you encourage him to like do something or not do something and i think i did the (laughs) not do something and that just tell it okay i was gonna say what do you do like tell him to get up there and say you all stink (laughs) 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 oh no i shouldn't have done that uh i can't remember what it was it was like some because he comes he comes into contact with like that old buddy right or yeah 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 that all yeah. uh so something to do with that uh so i was kind of bummed because i do ro- i lo- really like the arc and that was like right after obviously the 2016 election so i was still pretty high on like birdie would have won you know type thing so i was i like connected to this guy that was just you know preaching the good word to japanese citizens uh and yeah i was bummed i didn't get to finish that character arc because i did think he was like a standout confidant um yeah i was saying that i haven't actually done this uh confidant before and so i'm doing it for the first time i'm playing royal and yeah i like him a lot yeah he's a good dude uh is there anyone else we missed not really did we talk about sajiro at all and and kind of not really 
Oh yeah, Shazira's a good egg. I forget how I forget how mean he's he like is. Very dad he is like he's definitely a dad figure, and um, he kind of starts off as a, a dick. But yeah. then you realize he's not a dick when he finds out. Oh, you have a cat, and he brings up food for the cat. And he's like, oh, I was kind of hoping I would get to name it. So I was like, okay, Shazira, you're all right. He mellows a whole lot. I like how mean he is at first. Morgana. Oh, she's, she's all right. He's all right. He, she, they. I don't really know their gender, honestly. Uh, but Morgana is tricky. I don't think I like Morgana, honestly. I like their design. They're cuter, at least, than Teddy. I love the so, design. You know, they're definitely like, not Morgana's as creepy so as Teddy, cute. at least. Yeah, like Morgana's really cute in cat form and in like persona cat form. I don't know what the difference would be. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I think it's because it's like it's it's like Teddy again. It's like a pervy thing. I'm like, why couldn't you just do a cat? Like in Persona Three, there's just a dog who's basically just that dog. That's Hachiko. Mm-hmm. It's basically Hachiko from like that's the statue that's immortalized in uh, Shibuya because this dog like waited for his owner every day and that type of thing. It was like so sweet. Uh, and that's basically what Hachiko is, or uh, not Hachiko, but the where the dog in Persona Three. I can't remember their name. Um, is basically a stand-in for a Hachiko. Yeah, like, why can't you just do that, like, Persona 5? Like, just do a cute cat. Like, I do feel like the <laughs> Morgana is a little more innocent than Teddy. Teddy was just kind of, oh, like, yeah, perving on uh, Nanako all the time. But, I mean, and there's still some... But Morgana is still doing, like, saying weird stuff to on all the time and just being creepy, and it's like, it would be so much better if Morgana was just, like, an annoying brat of a cat like all the rest of the time but then like every now now then morgana will say something that i'm just like come on come on don't do that (laughs) bad cat bad take that the spray bottle (laughs) (laughs) that would be really good though if you spray morgana that'd be great anything pervy like shut up (laughs) did we talk okay we talked a little bit earlier about romances uh but yeah like who did who did everyone choose as their girlfriend like i i think nadia said makoto or erickson makoto yeah i was i I said on yeah well what what about the rest of you guys who's your i tried to go with goth doctor but i rejected her because i'm like oh i'm gonna be with makoto and then i found out i smelled too bad and i was really mad about that so i'm out to make (laughs) to correct mistakes in persona 5 royal yeah i did a i i romanced anne um, but only because I chose the like wrong conversation option uh, for the end of her story. So it was an accident? <laughs> yes. Uh, so when you're on the reef with her at the end, uh, she's got the call that she has going away. Um, she's going to another school and Anne's like, oh, I'm going to be all alone again. And you can either say, you've got me or you've got everyone. And I went with me because I thought that sounded a bit more personal. And turns out you give her a big old smooch and then you're, uh, yeah, you're in a uh, relationship with her. So, so I, I guess I got sucked into that one. <laughs> oh, man, I got to be my girlfriend. Oh, man. She's like a model. That's pretty funny, though. <laughs> I, I, like, I, I pursued her because I liked her immediately. And then later on, I met uh, that... Uh, shogi player, and I kind of wish I dated her instead. Yeah. Oh, Hifumi. I wrote Hifumi. it down. Yeah. Hifumi, Hifumi Togo. Hifumi just looks cool. I like her haircut. Mm. I don't know. That sounds dumb. But <laughs> I just think she's cool. <laughs> I... She gives you pretty good she perks a nice haircut. for leveling her up. <laughs> yeah, you do. She's useful. Uh, yeah, I kind of wish I dated Hifumi because I think she was pretty cool looking. Mm. She's got a good arc as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like her story arc's pretty good. Like I like the idea of like a idol shogi player. Like it's very strange and interesting. Mm-hmm. Of yeah, it's definitely like, different. different. 
Yeah, because like we like I think we hear a lot about pop idols in Japanese culture, but we don't think about like the other like sports idols and that type of thing. So it was mm-hmm. very interesting um, and unique, especially because she was like a super young player in a very old vibing mm-hmm. uh, game. So it was yeah, like I think a lot of the confidence have like really interesting arcs uh, that all tie into the theme very well. Um, yeah, um, I think one that we forgot to mention was uh, Caroline and Justine. Oh, right, oh. Right. I I never completed that. <laughs> Yeah, me neither to be honest like, i think they're like the they're weakest fine. of the velvet room people honestly like i yes, feel like I margaret agree. and elizabeth like i remember so clearly and then caroline and justine are just kind of like annoying brats and then they become like one person weirdly and i, I can't remember how that plays out <laughs> i i can't remember either I, Hope I, I, so right okay i'm trying to remember so like igor igor gets igor's replaced or there's an imposter in place yes, of igor yeah. and then the imposter igor splits this person in two mm-hmm. i don't i'm trying to remember like how this played out and i'm like i don't remember i don't remember the imposter yeah. basically takes over for igor and is yeah putting everything into motion and then uh splits carolyn and justin or carol caroline and justine i don't know whatever caroline yeah. and and just justine into uh two and then also like brainwashes them or whatever to basically think that he's the normal chill igor which that that reveal is one of my favorite in the game even that is a good reveal. oh yeah it's it's really shocked that was something that actually shocked me because i was like oh shit i had no like this is crazy the big thing about it was it was they had a different voice actor the whole time yeah 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 that was a nice disguise around and all of a sudden it's the voice actor that everyone remembers when the real igor comes back and like i don't i know this is a persona 5 spoiler cast but most of us are probably familiar with metal gear solid 5 as well and i Mm. feel like that persona 5 did that twist but did it well whereas metal gear solid Mm. 5 just completely flubbed that idea uh so so an interesting thing is like in the lead up to persona 5 uh the japanese voice actor the original japanese voice actor for igor actually died uh so this is like a thing that was like very like in the run-up to it people were like very sad and like oh my like oh my god like they're making persona 5 but it's not gonna be the same igor like who the hell is gonna voice igor so i think this was like a really clever way to like flip that like circumstance like i don't think it has as much impact in english like when i reviewed it i think it was only in english so i didn't have an option to play in japanese so i'm really curious like they had recorded something with the original voice actor to make that like I'm trying to Turn remember because that flip. Yeah, was like in, I wonder. In, it was in the English version because I remember hearing the voice change in the English yeah. version. But now I'm looking it up on my phone to see whether what happened there. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so that was like a big thing of like in the run up because I remember when that news broke and I was like, oh, they're making Persona Five and he died. Like that's so sad. Uh, even though I've, I've only played the Persona games in English, so it doesn't <laughs> even have an impact on me. But like for me, I was like, oh my god. Uh, how could they do this uh so yeah it's i I, it's very interesting and i'm i'm one i don't remember the particulars i should have looked this up honestly before the podcast uh but yeah like i wonder if i think it what might may have been the original actor that pivots toward the end or might be someone new but um that sounds more similar to them but uh yeah it's definitely it was definitely like a big I just assume like oh they got a new voice actor, but it was a it was a neat way to like play with the real world thing that happened, but make it like really impactful, make it really cool, and still be like yeah this person is like the original Igor they they're not going anywhere type thing even though they technically are 
no longer with us. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was like a bittersweet moment, I would say, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I hate disparaging Metal Gear Solid 5, but Eric's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> like, where am I saying? I'll give that one to you. Um, that's exactly right. I mean, Metal Gear Solid 5, like, totally fucks up, like, reveal. Um, whereas, like, yeah, Persona 5 does. I mean, like, not just going back and playing the other Persona games afterwards, you're like, oh, yeah, this is what you always sound like. It always sounded like really, um, like, upbeat and really, like, uh, kind of crazy um yeah. yeah whereas this uh this new fake Igor is like really dark and brooding and menacing it's definitely like a total change and i feel like it's just like you just think it's a new direction but yeah that's definitely the big reveal i think that works for me in persona 5 for sure i have looked it up and it seems that in japan they did do mm. that flip and it worked right but then obviously in english uh there were real world circumstances that caused a difference so it is a new voice actor in persona 5 i think that that imitates the old igor voice mm. which interesting. interesting i'm yeah i'm okay no maybe i have that reversed because i because because the, well the actor well the actor died so like i that's what i was like curious about i was like did he just they did they hear he was on his deathbed and just like tapped his <laughs> hold on you gotta record these few lines <laughs> we, we're doing a big twist we know you're not gonna be here any longer so come yeah, on like, might, it's just like I it's just like five the, minutes of lines i might have that flip that's probably flipped yeah because that would make sense like because the voice actor died but like here's a guy that sounds kind of like him and can do yeah. the same type of voice like but yeah that was like a it was cool like i wonder if that that did have impact on it or if they are always planning on that direction like i don't know how early the script i can't remember the year that the voice actor died but i remember it was after persona 5 had been announced because on like forums and stuff everyone was freaking the fuck out about it sorry to swear but <laughs> everyone was like oh my god like he died like what are they gonna do uh yeah it's i mean sad rest in peace to that person who i do not know their name igor rest in peace to igor and also, I love Igor. Igor is so great. Like, I love Velvet. I like stuff. Igor a lot. Like, um, the Velvet music's great. Always great. I just love the vibe in there. It's just cool stuff. Um, anyway, uh, I guess to, like let's pivot to like combat in the dungeons. Like, I feel like that's like the biggest note, like upfront change with Persona Five compared to the past ones. It's, like, it's actually good, to, fun to play. It actually has good oh, combat. God, yes. The dungeons are great. Yeah, they're like they fixed it. They finally made like the dungeons work and it made me very happy um like what like for those of you who like persona 5 is your first like how was it like going back to these old persona games after horrible (laughs) yeah um i can imagine (laughs) it was not even just the design of the dungeons like that's one thing and i mean they were they were what like randomly generated uh at least for i remember the tartarus specifically being randomly generated so i was like i didn't like that but for the combat specifically just playing Persona 3 or Persona 4 and playing that combat, it, it was like night and night and day in the bad way <laughs> with, with Persona 5 because I was just sitting there. And also, like, at that point, I'd also played uh, Tokyo Mirage Sessions, which is, I think, oh, yeah, the yeah. best version of this combat, like, the style of combat. Yeah. And so I'm sitting there going, okay, Persona 5 had it nailed down uh tms had this awesome take on it where they added in even more interesting things of doing follow-ups and stuff like that that i think even royal takes some ideas from and expands on but it's god those old combat systems are just not fun to play now they just really really aren't they're very very vanilla like 
again, I was playing four around the same time as playing five and just going back to fours, very much more uh, rote sort of combat was was quite boring. Yeah, there's not kind of any kind of deeper way to game the system with the shadows when you're just like moving around. It's very much like just walk up to them and stab them and then like hope everything goes okay from there. Because the, the dungeons are so kind of repetitive and flat that there's no place to really, you know, do anything interesting around the shadows. Mm. I was going to say that I think the thing that Persona 5 does so well with the combat is that it finds more ways to incorporate teammates into each other's attacks. Yeah. And when you think about this game, we literally just spent so long talking about all our favorite relationships in the game and the time that we spend with the characters. And the combat ends up heightening that because now you've got everybody's teaming up and hanging out. It's not just like, okay, knock them all down and then all out attack and then we're done. Like, good job, everyone. You get to do these follow-up attacks where uh, you have that random chance to do these sort of duos and and like i said royal expands that even more so having things like that just makes it so much more interesting and reminds you that yeah this is the team they're all hanging out it's not just four people who are running through a dungeon together yeah like um, royal does an, an amazing job with the um the showtime attacks uh, mm-hmm. when you get to see people like uh meeting up uh like separate from the group and being like hey how about we do like this weird uh attack together where i think yusuke and ryuji's is like yusuke serves yeah he serves him like a bowl of ramen and then ryuji gets interrupted by eating it and he gets pissed and then he like shoots the shadow in the face um yeah it's really over the top i've only seen the uh one with uh on and uh morgana so far that one's good makoto and ryuji's one is also very good uh, they're just all like that's such a smart thing to do, and they feel almost that the Yusuke and Ryuji one in particular almost feel inspired by like Yakuza, where <laughs> there's there's like a little bit of that energy in there, but it just it also feels like they're just embracing the idea that this is the cognitive world, so they can do these sorts of things. Like we didn't even talk about the fact that the guns and stuff that they're using are just like toy guns that they're bringing into the cognitive world and are becoming real assault rifles because they believe them <laughs> to be real assault rifles. And it's, it's also good and it all like works so well together. And of course the battle music is oh, yeah. really oh, good. Yeah. The music oh, is really good. Uh, we haven't even talked about the soundtrack. Huh? <laughs> oh, God. So let's talk about it's the soundtrack. Aces. The soundtrack's very, very good. I would say, like, the all the Persona soundtracks are so good that I feel like I can't choose, like, a favorite. Like, no. Persona 3 maybe is my favorite because I like hip-hop in general. So it's, like, I like the vibe of that one. But I think... But they all are so... Like, all three of those soundtracks. I haven't listened to the OG, like, Persona 2, Innocent Sin, and Eternal Punishment soundtracks or anything. Um, I've only dabbled a bit in Innocent Sin. Um, I haven't played that all the way through or anything. Uh, but they're also very, they're more like traditional Shin Megami Tensei games. They're not like Persona as we know it today. Um, and I don't think Shoji Meguro did those soundtracks. So I think it's like a different composer even. Uh, but I could be wrong. I could totally be wrong with that. Um, but I know he directed like one of the ports for Persona 2, weirdly enough. Um, I like some of the songs in 3 and 4, but I think 5 overall is my absolute... It's it's one of my favorite video game soundtracks, period. Like, they're just so yeah. many good songs. Like, you've got 
rivers in the desert. You've got uh, That's behind such a good the song. mask, the the one that plays when you're yeah, just walking around. Like I love that was like good like work music when for it's, like a minute. When like it's after raining, it's like <laughs> if it's raining and that song is yeah. playing, and you got like some coffee and something, you're just sitting there like writing, and you're just like vibing to it's so good. Like oh, the soundtrack, I love it. Very lo-fi hip hop. Yes. Yeah. I can't explain why, but I think Persona 4 actually has my favorite soundtrack of the yeah. 4 is really banging. Uh, it has like yeah. it has such a sense of place in Inaba. Um yeah. and with them all as a group. Um But three is the best battle music. Oh definitely, sure. definitely. Because it's like it somehow does not get on your nerves. It's always <laughs> like, hell yeah. Baby, 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 baby. Baby, 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 baby. <laughs> <laughs> It's just a wild, like, listening to it out of context is weird because, like, how the hell is this a battle? This is just the battle music the whole game. Like, what? It, it's such a weird thing where it's such a crazy-ass song, but it works really well. And it's just, it's psycho-sounding. It's weird. It is quite psycho-sounding. Yeah. Four has the best ending theme, I think, of all the Persona games. Oh, I can't remember that ending theme. I don't remember Me the neither. name of it, but... Oh, God, I've got to listen to it after this. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, all the personas have great music. Sh- Shoji Maguro, shout out. Uh, I'm probably mispronouncing his name, but great music. And there's so tons more in Royal, and it's all great. Yeah, it's, that's what I'm excited about is a new Persona 5 music soundtrack. <laughs> like, yeah. Give me definitely. more. I'll take more. I don't care. Um, anyway, I guess let's let's pivot to like what what didn't work in Persona 5. Like, what do we think like should have happened? What what didn't we already talked about earlier about Goro's arc being a little not not perfect. Like, what what else about Persona Five do you guys think could have been better? Well, I'd really like to know why you put on the notes. I wish Ryuji had died during that one <laughs> moment towards the end because I am stumped. Okay, Ryuji should have died during that moment toward the end. So <laughs> there's a moment that moment where he's hanging out with the boat after the that oh, annoying yeah. sh- the ship dungeon is the worst dungeon, the worst palace in the whole game. Mm, so bad. No, I disagree. Ugh. Has Mises though, I dude. Dude, that that dungeon sucks. I hated the anyway. spaceship. The spaceship was the worst. Actually, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, the spaceship was terrible. I would say it's a close two. But the cruise ship is, like, way longer than the other ones. Like, that's why... Yeah, it goes on forever. It goes on so long. It's, like, more boring than the rest. It's, like, visually. And it's just, like, a very frustrating dungeon. Okay, I can see in that. In general. Yeah, Ryuji should have died. Because he falls. Everyone's mourning. There's, like, this, like, whole moment of, like, just, like sorrow you know you feel way sad of like oh no i lost ryuji and then he just like pops up and it's like haha just kidding dudes i'm here and it's like i I forgot about that i wanted some weight to the ending and i feel like there's like no risks like it just didn't like feel like i don't know like uh i guess to spoil persona 3 like there's like a pretty prominent death in the middle of that game or like a middle-ish of that game like Mm, at the end you die it's like there's like risks there that feel like they they really hit hard and then Persona Five and like Persona Four like has its own like you know like when you think like Nanako is like dying or whatever uh-huh. or you have to say oh her, yeah that, like, was, you know? that was like, that was pretty crazy not, right I was like no like don't that's like the one character I care about you know it's like, <laughs> like how dare you <laughs> oh, not Nanako Chan in this game Goro dies. I don't care about Goro. Like, Goro has zero <laughs> impact. Like, Goro dying was like, yeah, of, co- of course he dies. Oh, well. Like, and of course, of course it's like, 
sort of noble. Like, he suddenly flips and is like, okay, I'll stay back. My I'll problematic like, you know, fave. <laughs> yeah, it's like, dude, it's, I don't know. Goro dying was such a, like, shrug to me. And then, like, when I thought Ryuji died, I was like, oh, no. Oh. And then he didn't die, and I was like, he should have died. Like, come on. <laughs> he should Don't play with my feelings. Right? It's so manipulative, and I feel like... I'm trying to remember. I feel like there's like another moment like that with some other character, but I can't remember what it was. But I don't know. I wish I wish someone in the main party died that wasn't Goro, because everyone expected Goro to die. Like that's just he's the bad guy. Come on. RPGs but, don't kill those characters anymore. Yeah, they don't. They should have. <laughs> I don't know. I, it's like I don't know. I wish there was like some like you know risk factor. Some I don't know. I wish I wish it. I wish someone died. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I, I don't think there are any stakes yeah, for the death. final like showdown. Yeah, like that's the, a, yeah. Yeah. stakes is the word I was looking for. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, like plus like if Ryuji had died, I would have been inconsolable. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like it it does need that kind of that that very real like threat to your party um, for the final showdown. It definitely doesn't have that. It's like yeah, it's kind of like you all sort of die, but not really. It's like a weird thing, and then I don't know. It's. I, yeah, I just wish there were stakes for that last when you're about to like kill God or whatever when you go up that giant, like go always kill God. Yeah, that's true. That's, 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 that's the how stakes is it's not necessarily oh God's gonna destroy everything, but I was like hell yeah I'm gonna climb up that staircase and kill God. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean yeah, it's Time like to yeah, society. and it's like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like person and like person three and person four and the same way where he's like okay you took over the the big bad you thought but now here's the god here's god time to kill god persona persona 3's ending oh my god it's Uh, oh it's it's like it's so there's so much going on there. i need to get back to it at some point oh that that ending broke me yeah it's so fucking sad it's so good though but yeah i don't know persona 3 is great you should play it but i really want them to Man, the dream remake would be it. they remake it in the style of Persona 5, make the Tartarus look really cool, mm-hmm. but still with the cool procedural awesome. dungeons. I think that could work. Man, I, that's all I want. In, in but the... that also is like would be so much work. So it's like I, they also could just make a new Persona. I don't know. But Persona 3 remade would be like a dream. That's like all I want. In the vein of what Persona 5 could have done better, like it's really easy to talk about. We've already talked about how you couldn't romance any of the dudes. And uh, there's also the infamous like gay panic moment that happens that got rewritten in Royal, which, as I've talked to some people, uh, they say it's better. I've I've seen it myself, and I'm still like not totally wild about it. But I think that's more because my overall sentiment with the game is that it's supposed to be about screw society, like we don't care, we're gonna be ourselves, we're gonna do what we want. But then there's still this like hard line in the sand that they draw when it comes to like lgbt romance in that game yeah and Mm -hmm. i just it just always carries that little connotation with it right like it it just has that (laughs) even having that scene again in the game just reminds you that oh right this used to be worse and now it's better (laughs) and i don't like it's nice that it's better but it just reminds you also that it used to be bad and you you have to go back all the way. I mean, Persona Two has uh, has gay romance in it, but 
the fact that even three, they ended up having to just incorporate a female protagonist to be able to romance the dudes in that game. And yeah. Those ended up being really good romances, but still, like, it's it's frustrating for me, and it's something that I hope can change in the future. I, I hold on that life will change, but <laughs> it's it's that's just a, a frustration for me, personally. Oh, definitely. I mean, I feel like it runs counter yeah. to, like what the themes of that game are it's mm-hmm. like you know like being an outsider and like finding your place and finding friends and you know like rising up against the establishment and it's it's just like but also it's like oh but like you know still like haha look at look at these gay people and it's just like yeah like it's so haha, frustrating. Gays are weird it's so frustrating mm-hmm. and yeah i really i wish i wish i was better but also i just feel like it's the nature of these developers, I guess. I, don't know. I just, I, I see no reason why why they wouldn't have the gay romance options. Like, is it because they don't want to write it? Like, yeah, why? Yeah, it even, I, it's, yeah. It doesn't even feel like we're reading into it. Like, it doesn't even feel like we're going like, oh, you know, just like put this in there. Like, it feels like the story and the confidants and stuff lend themselves naturally to this. Um, over mm-hmm. over at Fanbyte recently, they had a good story that was about how these these dudes, the confidant romance, or I, I even say romances, the confidant links you have with them, even yeah. feel like vaguely romantic and stuff. And you have yeah. these lines where it's like, oh, this is a little bit more than two guys sitting in a hot tub, but <laughs> it's <laughs> five feet apart because they're not gay. Uh, yeah, and it's like they take it to that level, and then it just stops. And they're like, "Oh, we're such good friends," and it's yeah, it's frustrating. It, it is frustrating because I feel like we we talked about it already, but characters like Ryuji, Yosuke, Yusuke, and and I I will even say Goro. Like you could have had some really interesting things there, and instead it just feels like it stops short because it was designed for like with a certain person in mind and not with more people in mind if that makes sense yeah yeah i agree it's definitely a bummer and also like another bummer is like the like kamashita's whole arc or like mm. how his victims are kind of treated you know like nadia talks about this in her write-up of persona 5 royal it's on site now but yes please read it yeah it's it's just i don't know like on and then shiho and like they're like you think at first it's gonna be treating the these topics of like you know sexual harassment and assault like well and then it turns around and, like, bullies, on, like, on into, like, posing nude for Yusuke to, like, you know, try and, like, figure out, like, I don't know, yeah. it's just, like, I don't know, it's, and they have, like, no passion or compassion for, like, what she's been through, but also, like, I feel like they kind of just, like, never mention that type of stuff again, really, even in, like, On's arc, I feel like it's, like, never, I'm trying to remember. It's, it's kind of, like, it's more hand-waved away, out. yeah, it's, like, I don't know. It feels like it doesn't have the impact it would like actually have, and it doesn't feel like they take it seriously enough. Um, for a that's game, exactly it. Yeah, yeah. Like for a game that's taking all these other issues seriously, you know, like worker abuse and mm-hmm. like all these other like topics it tackles, it kind of like just doesn't take abuse from like an, a teacher figure to his students like seriously whatsoever after the fact and it's it's mm-hmm. a huge bummer it's a huge missed opportunity and also just like a huge disappointment in like the writing in general of just like this is a very strong thing to start your game off of and mm-hmm, then you don't exactly. you don't pursue it you don't like give it 
what it deserves. I don't know. It's, it, it becomes a punchline. And yeah. it's like I said in my thing, my, my write-up, I said, uh, I don't want, like, these topics to be, like, you know, struck from the game. Absolutely not. I want them to be treated with, like, you know, it's, the game starts off treating us like adults. I like to continue to be treated like an adult instead of, like, being expected to laugh over a booby joke. Yeah, exactly. And then it's, and, like, the whole game starts off with, like, you, the protagonist, you are expelled from your school because you, like, tried to protect a woman from being, like, forced into a car and probably assaulted. And it's, like... Yeah. They just turn away from that type of stuff so weirdly. It's just such a strange... Because it's, like, it's a compelling start of, like, oh, you're, like, a good kid who is doing... You're just trying to protect someone, and then you're punished because the guy that was trying to do it was in power, so he just, like, was, like, you know what, fuck you, I'm gonna ruin your life and, and ruin your life your yeah life, he like, does very much so it's it's just it, it's it definitely yeah. feels like two kinds of narratives running like yeah from, like concurrently or something it's very strange i, I don't get that because at yeah, some point it's... it needs to pivot into the okay now we kill god and yeah i feel like <laughs> the the grander the scale gets the more the kind of lower level that sort of because you think about the conflict with Kamashita is is on a much smaller scale than when you're broadcasting across Japan to announce that you're going to steal the heart of this evil dude, and it feels like as the scale grows, the the smaller stuff gets lost in the forest. I I, I don't know. I understand that they need to get it to that point of Persona where you do kill God because that's just Persona. But along the way, it'd be nice if you had moments in the confidant links or even just talking to people uh during the day that you go back you'd be like hey how are you doing like we haven't talked about this mm-hmm. in a while yeah, are you feeling exactly okay? yeah because like they yeah. they offload like Anne's abuse from kamishida in her arc and instead they focus on Anne taking care of shiho who was abused by kamishida instead like they never build on Anne's actual character they just focus on her trying to help someone else build on their character instead. But yeah, and then she like becomes a model. Weird. In the yeah, world. yeah. It's just like yeah, her. I kind of regret like I really like her as a character, but I kind of regret romancing her because her arc I feel like is pretty boring. Like there's really, I don't know. Like I the, never did her arc. Yeah. Yeah, like the she hosts stuffs like nice, but then yeah, it's like here in other words, like she said that she has to move away, and then you kiss her, and then you're a couple. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just kind of. It's a bit strange, but well, we're actually running a bit long here, so we have many things to say about Persona Five. So let's do a quick summary of just what you can expect from Persona Five Royal. And I will start by saying one thing I really like about Persona Five Royal is it makes mementos interesting, (laughs) at least. Finally, there's like this really cute little kid in the game called Jose, and again, there's that weird pronunciation thing going on, (laughs) uh, who looks like kind of a Pinocchio with those weird velvet room eyes. And uh, as you go through Mementos now, you can collect stamps and flowers and stuff that he that Jose can use to upgrade stuff for you. So you can, you know, connect uh, if you collect enough stamps, for example, you can get him to make enemies give you more experience in Mementos, or like he can sell you like you know rare um, items like, you know, the stuff that you can transmute personas onto to become, like, weapons and items and stuff like that. Uh, there's more music in Mementos, if I'm not mistaken, which is, like, the deeper down you go, the music changes, which is really cool, which also reminds me the battle theme changes according to whether you get a surprise attack in or a regular oh, attack. And it's great. Which is really, thank God, because I love life, well, not life will change, um, 
was a song that plays when you uh, Lost Surprise beat an enemy. Lost Surprise is that Lost Surprise? Yeah. That's it. Yeah, I love Lost Surprise, but holy crap, I don't want to hear it like in ad nauseum. Especially in Mementos, where you're just grinding pretty much. Like <laughs> it's like you don't, you really don't want to hear the same. Yeah, Mementos always had like the most droning music, also, yeah. and it's like it starts with the droning music, but as you get further down, it changes. That's and good. actually, the look of of Mementos changes a lot too. You get some floors that are like totally blacked out and are full of rare enemies and you can't see them on the map but you can like just kind of run into them and that's pretty cool yeah mementos is much improved thankfully yeah here and why don't you mention a couple of things you like about the about yeah, like mementos definitely feels just quickly it feels like definitely less of a grind and less of a means to an end and more like an actual evolving yes. like mission um but apart from that i think one of my favorite things is uh, akechi has a uh, confident like social link now yeah he has an art yes oh, really? yes okay. and that's, that's uh, so it's kind of like how they did it with the uh oh what's his name um adachi and persona for golden yes adachi, yeah. um it's exactly like that where you can actually level him up now by going to visit him just the same as anyone else um and obviously like no spoilers but that goes into really interesting places um yeah i'm looking forward to getting into that one because i'm like on level two with yes him now. it's it's really good. It's really good. Um, he becomes much more of a fleshed out character through that than he ever did in the um, in like the base version. Uh, so that's really good as well. Yeah, because I uh, I played um, pool with him the other day. Because yeah, you have a whole new town you can visit now. And holy crap, can I just say one of the best things about freaking Royal is that you can take all your sooty armor and sell it to for like points and get like all sorts of cool stuff now so you don't have to take all this like dirty ass armor and like spend all day washing it before you can like even sell it oh. you can just offload it on this merchant who's like yeah i'll take your cruddy ass armor and like, Here, here's some really cool stuff in exchange and you're like yeah that's- no takesies backsies i'm out of here bitch <laughs> <laughs> so that's cool uh my question to oh sorry no 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 go on, go on oh i was gonna say my question to you both is like do you as someone who, like, played this for, like, 100-plus hours already, like, and for anyone else who's already played Persona 5, like, is this worth it? Is Royal worth diving into again? Like, what... Is this, like, a must-see, or is this, like, for, like, diehard fans only to, like, really dive into this again? Oh, that's really hard. Um, <laughs> it's it's <laughs> so really hard, hard because it's, like, I I really loved Persona 5 to the point that I, when I finished it, I was like, okay, I can't wait for the upgrade. So I've been waiting for this for like three years and I'm just <laughs> having a great time with it. Like I'm just remembering all these things I didn't remember before. Um, I will admit that you do kind of notice how stilted the dialogue oh, yeah. is. Because <laughs> if you remember, there was a whole controversy yeah. around how the translation isn't very good. And uh, th- that's pretty much the case. Um, and I admit like when they do those endless IM messages, I'm just like tap, 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 tap. Because it's like, I don't care. <laughs> but... Uh, I love the changes they made. I still love going back and, and fighting monsters because, of course, we talked about how great the battle system is. They've made some, not that they've like totally overhauled the dungeon or anything like that, but they are quite different now. There's a lot there to see for someone who has not, who has played the game before and is like really, really interested in the idea of, yes, I want to play this again. I want to experience the characters again. I want to maybe take these routes I didn't take before. Um, so if that really, if that idea of sitting through Persona 5 really appeals to you, absolutely go for it. Like, you will have a great time. If you are really on the fence, like, eh, you know, I got better things to do, maybe someday, you know, h- hang on to it, maybe. I, th- I think for me, it all hinges on that third school term. 
Um, because I, th- I think that I think that'll be des- the deciding factor. Because for me, there's I don't think there's enough change in the base game. I don't think they use the grappling hook enough for traversal in the dungeon to make it feel smoother. Um, I think that's really more of an afterthought, to be honest, which is kind of unfortunate. Um, like the upgraded, the new social links are nice, but do you want to play through like a hundred hours to get uh, to finish them off? Um, yeah, I, th- I just think a lot hinges on a third school term actually playing out and giving this game like a proper epilogue. Not that it needed one anyway, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> like not that it needed another like 20, 25 hours anyway, right? But um, yeah, I think whether I think the amount of new content in that will be the deciding factor. Yeah, because I haven't gotten to that point yet. I don't know how far you are. No, I, I'm, I think I'm um, about, I'm up to getting Haru, so... Oh, okay. You're okay, pretty deep. Yes, I'm not too far away. Yeah. I I went and did the whole spoiler thing because uh, shout outs to the wikis. Uh, along this was this was a couple <laughs> months ago. They have since fixed this, so thank you. Maybe my complaining was heard, but uh, when I was looking up some info for an article I was writing, I stumbled across a pretty big spoiler for the third semester of Royal because it was already out in. Uh, in Japan. In Japan, yeah. So I'm just gonna look this up because I'm curious. I I looked it up <laughs> after this podcast, and it's definitely like I spoiled myself for the podcast. And I, it was interesting enough that I was like, I do want to see how that plays out, and I think it's conceptually very interesting. But it also made me go, this is maybe not something I want to play immediately this moment. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think the other like flip of this that i know everyone has beaten this drum to death but i'm just going to keep hitting it uh i would be a thousand percent more on board if this was on the nintendo switch it's not just because i love the switch okay i promise it's not just that it's the idea that it's on the exact same platform it came out for originally because i think one of the big things about golden and even like Persona 3 Portable was that was on a new platform that was portable mm-hmm. and that you could play it. And I think that suits itself very well to a replay uh, in a way yeah. that playing it on the same console you did is just like even just the muscle memory, the the feeling you're going to get from playing that game again is going to be, oh, I'm doing the same thing that I already did for 100 hours. I'm doing it for another 100 hours. Whereas... I think if you have a new form factor that actually does a lot to just change the way that you engage with the content and now you're doing it in a different way and you're thinking in a different way and I think that just changes all the perception around it. So that's why I'm actually way more excited for like Scramble, which is as I understand I'm really curious about Scramble. Sequel. It's it's like a, a yeah. sequel to Persona five. Yeah, but like uh Muso or whatever. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm talking about. I'm down to play a Muso in Persona. I played the demo. So, it's a lot of fun. Yes, I play it. I'll play it. I'm not <laughs> opposed to Muso games like some people yeah, are. I'm on board. Why not? Oh, I'd love, yeah, they're good I'd podcast games, games, right? Like I played like one of the Dynasty Warriors ages ago, and it was just like my zone out and do nothing game, and it was really just satisfying for that. But also, Hyrule Warriors. Hyrule like Warriors, baby. Yeah. Hopefully, so good. oh, I hated Linkle so much. <laughs> oh, <I like> <laughs> Hopefully it's better than Fire Emblem <laughs> Warriors because that one was good. Yeah, I heard that was like not that good, but, but Hyrule that's... Warriors is great. Yeah, great game. And and the interesting thing is that you take something like a Muso, which traditionally its strong suit is the combat and its weak suit is the story, and you add in just like you literally just stitch in. Okay, we're going to have 
uh, social links and story that's going on between these characters you already like uh, happening yeah. during the game is that seems like a match made in heaven right there. So it sounds like the my only thing is it sounds kind of like Persona dancing, and I don't okay play those games but that much. Pers- Except Persona Four dancing is actually pretty good because it's a good like epilogue to the to Persona Four. Oh, I love um, that. But, but man, three and five are the music's great. But I don't like the rhythm game aspect, so I think it's just a bad rhythm game. I, just don't, I don't think it works on a console, and they're in North America, and I'm assuming in the UK, too. Uh, they are only out on PS4. I don't think they're mm-hmm. out on Vita. No, I thought not. Like Persona 4 dancing was. So they just play like shit, which is a huge bummer. <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. Like, I'm really into, like, the Project Diva games, and, like, I liked Persona 4 dancing all night on my Vita because I think it was a good plat- like portable whatever rhythm game, but man, I don't think it works on console. It's just like the like weird round like basically you have like six points that you're hitting on each side of the screen and it just mm-hmm. does not play well. It doesn't read well. The UI is just kind of all over the place. It's a huge bummer because the persona music's so great. I would love a good rhythm yeah. game with it and there's just not. <laughs> Here's the secret. Here's the secret. Happen. You just make another persona arena. You just make persona five arena. And then you've done it. You've, mm. you've made the good game. Honestly, they should because, like, I mean, Persona 4 Arena was really fun. Same was the, what, wasn't there a second one? There are two, right? There's Ultimax? There's Arena and Arena Ultimax, which is kind Ultimax. of a new one, but really just yeah. more of a version update. But that, I mean, I literally, I still have BlazBlue Cross Tag Battle installed on my Switch because sometimes I just want to jump in and play as those characters again because yeah. they are ridiculously mm-hmm. fun. Like, as a fighting game, like they're good characters to play as and they fit the fighting game style very well that arc system works like over the top being able to call on your persona and do these crazy setups and all that like it just works so well that oh i want to see a fighting game that has like on and the protagonist and makoto as actual fighting game characters it'd be so cool yeah makoto just runs over everyone with a exactly. <laughs> like exactly. warrior and smash bros does, yeah, it's, it's does like donuts over them thing. yeah that would be her dash move um, anyway, I guess I guess we should wrap this up. Uh, unless we have, does anyone else have anything else they want to say about Persona Five? Spoiler cast. I think it's a cool game. <laughs> Let us romance boys. Yes. Romance yeah, we, boys. we should be able to romance the boys. Let us romance boys as a boy. That's as boy, yep, boy. Yes. And if I'm boys. a girl, as a girl, who cares? Just let me romance whoever I want. Except for older. Right, yeah, there you go. No older people. And, and Bernie Sanders. <laughs> Make it age he appropriate. Has to stay, he has to stay pure. We have to keep yeah. anime yeah. Bernie Sanders pure. No, no old people. And no Futaba. No Futaba. No older young. No older young people. Just only people around my age group that is appropriate because I'm in high school. So <laughs> that's all I ask. <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah, so. Um, I guess that is it for our Persona 5 spoiler cast, and we hope that your life has changed. Before we go away, though, everybody has to give us their Twitter names. Again, I am at Nadia Oxford. Um, go ahead, Katie. I am at Yume Katie. It's Y-U-M-E-C-A-T-Y. At Simusi. That's S-E-A-M-O-O-S-I. I am at Heron Cryer. H-I-R-U-N-C-R-Y-E-R. All right. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, Again, uh, we are on uh, Stitcher, iTunes, wherever podcasts are sold. Please subscribe to our newsletter. I write a cool essay every week, and then I kind of round up the RPG news for you. 
but yeah, we will be back next week, as we always are. Uh, I'm not sure what Cat has stored in the pipeline. I'm sure something will die, and it'll be pretty cool. <laughs> uh, but until then, for uh, myself, for for Katie, for Eric, and for Hiran, we hope you enjoyed yourself. And until next time, happy adventuring. <laughs> <laughs>